Welcome to the podcast. Today we have some guests. Uh, we're gonna have them introduce themselves, but we're gonna start with the one, the only Simba. Simba, would you like to introduce yourself? Give them a little rundown who you are, what you do, everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, my name is Bookie Simba. That's my full thing, my alias I go by. Um, I also like my main spiel in the community is owning a team called Project Seven. Um, I've been in gaming pretty much all my life and I've always wanted to like lead a team and spread positivity, not only like within the community, but once we get bigger, I want to do it around our communities and eventually around the world. And, uh, I write music. I'm a music buff. I write songs and yeah, my life is just pretty much video games and music. That's about it. We love that. Awesome. All right, we also have Lemon, Luto Lemo. You guys have heard us talk about him quite a bit. So Lemon, come say hi. Don't be shy. Uh, hello, my name is Christian, but I go by two aliases. Actually, I have Lemon and then Lemosities because I'm a, a little little fanboy. But <clears throat> I am in Connor's or Simba's team, Seven as well. I am a content creator. I upload on my YouTube channel, and I also have been playing games since, like, I was a kid. As Des and Thomas already know, my first video game ever was Shrek on the PlayStation 1, which is the best game ever. <laughs> but yeah, that's who I am. That's awesome. We're happy to have you guys here. Thank We're you excited. both for taking the time to come on here and talk yeah, to I us. Love the, I love being on the podcast, and I appreciate the invite super excited so how how you boys feeling today how we feeling uh i guess i'll start i've been pretty good recently i've been focusing a lot on myself i'm a person who focuses a lot of my attention on helping other people but honestly that takes a toll on yourself after quite some time so i've been just honestly i don't know what the word is i'm just gonna go with rehabilitating like my own mental state and i've been just feeling good feeling healthy all that jazz so it's awesome looks like a little hiatus <laughs> yeah, much. it's nice to <laughs> kind of get like a step back once in a while yeah. kind of refresh oh yeah it's important to focus on yourself yes i agree with that so i guess we'll kind of jump into seven as a whole um so you guys were talking about seven and obviously simba you're a major part of that do you want to explain a little bit more about the team and how you guys kind of, like, the road to Seven? Like, how did that become? Yeah. So, first, I joined uh, Seven when it was called Seven GGs before a rebrand. I joined as a sniper because that's what I typically have done most of my career in gaming is just snipe for clips. I still do it to this day. I still love it. Uh, even though the most recent Call of Duties are booty cheeks, I still do it because <laughs> like an addiction. Um, but yeah, so I joined Seven uh, off of sniping. Then through uh, just my hard work and sharing my uh, passion with Six, who is also another owner and pretty much a founder of Seven, uh, he saw that I had the same ambitions and the drive, and he trusted me and he promoted me to overall lead and then from there I became a co-owner uh, but pretty much seven 
is not only just like a gaming team but honestly i'm pretty much just gonna call it like a talent agency because we have our own roster within like call of duty snipers we have valorant players who make montages and then we just picked up a valorant team and then we also have our design side who do motion designs graphic designs thumbnails all that the whole nine and then we also which we haven't announced but i don't mind saying it because we're announcing it anyways uh we're going to be announcing our producer side which is basically uh how do i explain it just people who make beats who make music um so we have two people who are going to be leading the production team uh that's going to be retro cannon and delusional path and honestly that's going to set us aside from honestly any team in the industry and that includes like big name teams uh i don't think any other team has a production side and with that we're also going to have the people who make music like myself uh, and other people within the team also go through that production side and yeah I, I don't know we also have our apparel that we're launching here soon that we have a collab with champion which is insane and i'm super excited about that i honestly i never even thought like we would get to this point uh but honestly with the sheer determination of like everyone within the team the team is mostly a family, so we're all supporting one another. I feel like it's just destiny that we're all like succeeding because we're all just here to help one another and the people that are in our community and around us. So, yeah, I, I could not be happier with the state that Seven is in right now. So, yeah. That's exciting. I just want to say that's awesome. I did not know, obviously, as an outsider, that you guys were having like a production side. I've never seen that happen, and I think that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's really it. cool. So now, when you first started off, were you expecting it, like, this team to be mostly, like, Call of Duty or, like, sniper-based? How do you feel about it kind of branching out more than its its core video game? Um, so, honestly, I genuinely wouldn't have joined 7, because I kind of was done with teams, because... If I'm being honest, a lot of the teams in the community are very, like, uh, on the surface, they'll say that they're a family, uh, and they'll say they want to support the people that are in their community or that have been in their team. But the second that they go join another team or they go do something else on their, like, by themselves, they'll turn their cheek and not give the person the time of day anymore. When we say seven's a family, we truly mean it. Anybody that's been in the team and has branched out of the team, we still support them and their endeavors. That's the ultimate goal with Seven. Um, but honestly, when I first joined as a sniper, I was just a kid who just still only like hyper focused on um, just sniping for clips and making montages and showcasing my skill. Um, I used to co-own a team called Simply Gaming, which Lemon was also a part of before. And uh, it's nice to be teammates with him again. Uh, but honestly, with my goal with Simply, that just didn't happen. But my goal going into seven, uh, six really, like, he's basically a brother to me. And uh, he saw, like, my vision that I had with Simply, which inherently made him be like, all right, I can see him doing that with seven. 
So when he saw that and he told me that he wanted to promote promote me to overall lead, I was just like, all right, let's get things cooking. I'm excited. I want to do what I've wanted to do with Simply, but that just didn't happen. Things just sometimes just don't happen and you grow past certain things. And honestly, with things like that, uh, there are better things on the other side. And uh, that's what seven was to me and basically became a family to me. And we just kept growing. That's awesome. That's so cool. So my question to you, Lemon, you've obviously been on a few teams here and there. And do you feel like this is, you know, this is where you belong? Is this like the team that you have always dreamed of being on basically okay so with seven right now i feel like it is the team to be in personally like yeah there's like all these other teams but seven is different Just, like in my personal experience because obviously like connor said i wasn't simply before back then i like made one video like what every six months or something like that and then here in seven, since everyone's just always productive, everyone's always doing stuff, everyone's always like inspiring each other, working off each other's ideas. And I think this team, it helps me like motivate myself to push to make more videos, more content. And I think more about like the future and like actually scheduling things and taking this serious more than just a hobby. So personally, I think this is the team to be in right now, especially since we're still growing. We have a lot of things coming, like Connor was saying. And then, yeah, no, I feel like this is where I belong. That's awesome. I'm That's glad awesome. that you found somewhere where you feel at home. I mean, obviously, Lem, we've known you for, I've known you personally for a few years now, and I, I can see the growth, like, from before to now. So it's, like, really cool to see. I feel like with Project 7 as well, it's given you more confidence, like, altogether, like, not only like as a person but it's helping you kind of expand that a little bit and like kind of jump out of your comfort zone which is really awesome to see so i'm really happy for you yeah no i feel like before seven i i never showed my face on twitter at all and then uh, during my grind for it i actually made this the one vlog the day in my life video and then ever since then i was like you know what i have to step out of my comfort zone i can't hide my face forever and i like just showed it then eventually i switched like my twitter pictures started using actual pictures instead of like memes or dumb stuff like that so i feel like it like you said it is helping me boost my confidence and grow more than just like my social media stuff i'm growing as a person as well yeah that's awesome it's really it's really nice to see especially someone that i've known for a little while so that's awesome um now, kind of similar question to what I was asking uh, Simba. So how do you feel knowing that this team is more than just kind of a sniper COD based? I know some people, like, I, I feel like you won't have an issue with that. I think you would, like, really like the expansion. But some people are kind of disappointed because, like, they're really passionate about, like, Call of Duty or, like, uh, like montage gaming style in general. So, like, how do you feel about it? Uh, honestly, I think it's a like really great idea and like the fact that they're expanding beyond just gaming and Call of Duty because it gives people more, well, what is it, like chances to try different things because Call of Duty may not be like your best thing. Like maybe if you try something else, you'll figure out like, wow, this is what I want to do. Like me personally, Call of Duty has been my game since I was a kid. 
and like i find no problem in the fact that they're like doing other things besides sniping and stuff because it's really cool because i feel like if you limit yourself to a certain thing you can only grow a certain amount but since we're branching out we could just like i feel like we have endless possibilities in the team i think it's uh you know you, you sent me screenshots i was like you know, a little funny moment, and you could kind of see how well everyone connects. It doesn't seem like anyone really, you know, re gets mad at each other. And if there's ever like an issue, you guys always resolve it, no matter what, which is awesome. Yeah, that's what I like about the guys there. They have, we could be serious, we could be joking around. Like obviously, the whole sick stuff on Twitter, or just mean to him. But then, we all know he's a really nice, caring guy inside, and I like that about the team. It's not just serious all the time and it's not just joking all the time it's a mix of both and i feel like that's healthy for like people to connect like that yeah it's awesome yeah it's definitely needed um so in terms of like the actual project 7 team is it just simba and six are you guys like just the main z main like management kind of um so it's myself six uh picks uh and salvi are like the owners um we did have a management side but honestly that fell through and we're kind of like looking to have like a sustainable management team but honestly my experience within the industry so far it's pretty hard to find people that are like mentally on the same page as us as well uh so unfortunately like that side kind of died but i mean we're still doing the best we can and the best we've ever have so i have no complaints I mean, that, that's awesome, though. I mean, a lot of teams usually try and keep, like, one owner, and they always fall through because of that because they don't get any other perspectives. And I think having multiple people as a lead or as owners or co-owners, whatever it may be, it, it gives you different perspectives. You guys obviously all think differently in a certain way, and having more than one is definitely helpful. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. That's awesome um cool it's really i'm really happy to hear like more in, in depth about seven i know you know like lem talks about it we do follow you guys on twitter as well but just kind of giving like a background story to it and putting that kind of perspective in our heads it's it's good to know that there's still like positive teams and you know p people that have like similar mindsets to us so it's really cool to know that um kind of want to dive in into like video games as a whole I feel like all of us kind of grew up on video games so I'm just curious to see like what did you guys play as kids like what are we like what helped you like to bring you to like person that you are today other than Shrek other than Shrek for Lem <laughs> I guess I can start with uh, my older brothers I have two older brothers and um Honestly, it started with like casual storytelling games, campaign games, but then it got to like certain multiplayer games, fighting games and racing games. And honestly, a lot of my competitive nature came from sports, but mostly seeing my older brothers beat me in video games. I just didn't want that as a kid. I just thought it was annoying that my brothers could beat me. So it stemmed from pretty much that I just wanted to beat the crap out of my brothers <laughs> and no matter what game we were playing uh, so it stemmed from super smash bros is a huge game with us we have ratchet and clank was pretty huge between us 
Uh, Star World, Star Wars Battlefront on the PS2 was pretty huge. Um, and then honestly, from there, I just got better than my siblings, and I just went on my own route. Uh, I didn't have my own console or had my own like gaming setup until Call of Duty Ghost, and I got my first like console for myself because um, I grew up with uh, with my mom and uh, four kids, so. I didn't really have that opportunity to have my own thing. Uh, so I went over to a neighbor's house all the time since Black Ops 1. Oh, my God. And then from there, I just fell in love with shooters. And then from, ah, man, I that just snowballed into me being addicted to Call of Duty. And Call of Duty Ghost, it might be because that it was my first game for myself. But it's it's up there with Black Ops 1 being the, my favorite Call of Duty of all time. But that's pretty much like the basis of like what stemmed me like loving video games. That's awesome. It may not have been the best one, but because it was your first, it's just that nostalgic game. Oh, for sure. And what about you, Lem? Other, Other than, than Shrek? Shrek. <laughs> uh, so Shrek is what made me want to join FaZe. Like, <laughs> when from team. Okay, but uh, on a serious note, uh... I think I took gaming really serious when me and my brother got a Xbox 360 for Christmas. We actually both got one and we shared it. And like, he always played with his friends and stuff and we do split screen. And then I remember like the Modern Warfare 2 days, my brother and his friends, it'd be like pub stompers and stuff. And then there's me. I like found out about FaZe. I started watching like the trick shotting videos, like the old like temper shot stuff. And then I tried sniping, and my brother's like, like, because I know, like, back then, FaZe was, like, a meme, and they made, like, those meme FaZe edits, and then they're just like, oh, it's FaZe, he's taking it jokingly. And I feel like that, them thinking it's a joke, I was like, no, I want to show these guys, like, you can actually do this stuff, and, like, hit quick scopes and stuff, because they're like, oh, you can't do that, it's a sniper. And then that's when I started sniping, but a funny thing is, my very first Call of Duty ever owned, was Modern Warfare 1 for the Wii. It was terrible. <laughs> it was hard to play. It was impossible. Oh my god. <laughs> that was my first ever Call of Duty game. That's but crazy. then, yeah, since I had an older brother, I always had a share console until World War II came out. That was the first game where I had my own console and I could grind for endless hours. Oh my god. And that's, yeah. And then that's what I got my own PlayStation 4 because we shared the Xbox 360. Then he got a PlayStation 4. Then I saved up a lot of allowance money and stuff. And then I bought a PlayStation 4 from my brother. Okay, so <laughs> he basically gave it like at a discounted price to me and he bought a Pro and I kept the normal PlayStation 4. But you know, I still have it and it still works. So that's like crazy. I'm not complaining. And yeah, that's basically like how i started like taking gaming series was just to prove my brother and his friends wrong because they're very competitive <laughs> i love it i love it i used to sit there like so jordan was like heavily involved with phase in like 2012 and he'd come home and trick shot every single day and one day i was like like i grew up with three brothers and i was the only i was the only girl so i was like hey like what the hell what y'all doing like i'm bored kind of thing and i would go into my brother's room and I would just sit there 
and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, what are you doing? And I would just sit there and watch and watch. And every single day after I learned what FaZe was, I would, I made a Twitter account. I followed them on Twitter and I was like, oh, these guys are cool. I was like, that looks fun. And I would just sit there every single day after school. I'd get home at 4 p.m. I'd get my little, my little snack and then I would just sit there and watch and play with his friends. And he was always like, uh, why are you watching me? I was like, I don't know. Like, it looks really cool. And then it kind of just went from there. And then in like 2015 around, I got my own PS4. And then, yeah, so that was like BO3, right? 2015? Yeah, 2015 was BO3. Yeah, so, did I say BO4? You said BO3. Oh, BO3, okay, yeah. I was like, there's so many numbers in my head. Um, Yeah, so that was my first console. And from there, I was like, oh, let me get this. Let me get this game. Let me get this COD. And then I just really got into it. So it's crazy. Yeah. I kind of, I took a different wave. I started off on, like, PlayStation 1 with, like, the original Spyro and uh, Sega with like the Sonic games and stuff like that. And then from there, I went to like the original Xbox. Oh my God. Played like all the old games um, till about. What was right before BO3? Uh, Advanced Warfare? AW, yeah. Is that right? Honestly, I'm not entirely sure. My timeline's a little yeah, messed up. <laughs> I don't know. Well, around there was when the CODs were, they were weird. Like, I, I wasn't a big Advanced Warfare fan. I wasn't anything like that. So I built a PC. Uh, I built a PC. I got into a bunch of PC games like Counter-Strike and stuff like that. And then I found out that uh, BO3 was going to be, like, on PC right away kind of thing. And I was like, oh, awesome. So I got BO3, played, like, 2,000 hours on Zombies trick shots everything <laughs> and then from there grind don't stop grind don't stop yeah for sure it's kind of funny because i remember coming home one day and jordan had g fuel his friend came over and they were like he's like yo man you gotta try this this stuff it's really good you know it's like better than a monster like <laughs> it was like it was uh i'm pretty sure it was green apple or lemon lime like one of the first flavors and i was like oh i want to try like and this dude was like bro why is your sister up your ass but i was like really trying to be cool and i really wanted to like be part of that and i was like yo let me try to yeah yeah it was it was funny gross lemon lime lemon lime yeah hey that was like that's my flavor (laughs) (laughs) lemon your flavor was ass (laughs) yeah where's where's your flavor at (laughs) whoa whoa i got peach iced tea it's fine i don't have any fart flavors (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't think we want a fart flavor. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's kind of crazy how, like, everyone, their, like, path to gaming kind of, like, it's so different. It's kind of funny. Yours and Lemon's is kind of the same. Yeah. And mine and Simba's is kind of the same. Yeah. Because, like, we start off in, like, campaign games, like, you know, little story games, racing games, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, my, like, I, I started on, I think the order I went was N64 to GameCube to honestly it, it it's been so long that I don't know entirely but N64 PlayStation 1 GameCube PlayStation 2 the Wii Xbox 360 Xbox 1 PS4 and then I got a PC finally I, I just think want... that's the order 
I want to say, and you're probably going to agree with me, but if we both get in shit for it, it's fine. Smash Bros. on N64 and Mario Kart on N64 is superior. Don't at me. <laughs> Honestly, okay, so my favorite Mario Kart was Mario Kart Wii. Okay, that one's good. My favorite Super Smash Bros. is definitely Melee. Okay. I could agree with that. Yeah. I played a lot of uh, GameCube as well, but, like, none of the consoles were mine. Jordan had every console yeah. out of his ass every single year, and I was like, Mom, I want my own. She's like, nope, you gotta share it with your brother, and it was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, GameCube, those games kind of slapped. Yeah. The, all the Marvel games, and the, there's just so many Star of them. Fox. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what's the GameCube? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this dude. Oh, honestly, I got a good question. What was the most comfortable and like your favorite controller out of any of the consoles that oh. has ever came out? My the personally Wii. has the been Wii. the N64 controller. You like the N64 controller? I, I genuinely do. How do you like it? It had the little analog in the middle. Always <laughs> fucked me up. I don't know. The off placement. I don't know what it was, but I just genuinely like that. My hand was like on the bottom middle, my left hand, and then my right one was on the, just normally how any controller is. I don't know what it was, but I, I wish I could configure configure like a, a PS4 controller on an N64 <laughs> setup because that was so comfortable to me. I don't know. That's crazy. What about you, Lemon? Most comfortable the Wii, controller. easily. The, the Wii? Wii? The Wii steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> like uh honestly i like it's weird with the playstation 2 controllers it's because that was like the first console where i started like actually playing console and it's like what i can remember because i don't remember all of the playstation one because i was like a baby literally and then i so i think it's just the playstation 2 just because of the nostalgia and just like that's when i became a little nerd i guess okay i don't even know I, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to say, so I'm not going to lie, I've been a PC person way too long to not say mouse and keyboard, but <laughs> if I have That's to fine. pick a controller, I'm going to go with the 360. Oh, my God. I was, was going to say that's my least favorite. Yes, exactly. I have thumb issues because of that. <laughs> my left thumb, I can crack at any time because of how much I sprinted in Call of Duty. It oh, was 100%. just so clunky. I hated it. Oh, it was so clunky. I No, I did not. It was better than the one. Yeah, I guess, but... You um... could stab someone with the Xbox One controller. <laughs> 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 I give away my Xbox One for free because of how much I hated the controller. Oh my god. Oh no, I, I just use it to play Minecraft with Bane. <laughs> I think I... Like, I would have to say, like, PS3, PS4 controllers were probably, like, most comfortable for me. PS3 was pretty good. I mean, they're pretty much the same. That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, like, PS3 slash PS4. It's pretty much the same idea, but yeah. Okay. Fuck the Xbox controller. <laughs> Both uh, of them. Jeez. I'll have to stick oh. with keyboard and mouse, though. That's, like, number one. No, 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 no. Honestly, I, I started using um, paddles. And it's not like I don't have a scuff or anything because I probably will get flack for this, but their name is Scuff for a reason. Uh, every time someone gets a controller from Scuff, it breaks within like 
a day to not even a month. Right, so me... I just see my friends getting scuffs, and then it would break, and then their customer customer service was like pretty dog ass. So then I was just like, all right, are there any paddles I can just attach to my controller? And then I was like, oh wow, there's a thing called Strike Pack FPS Dominator, and like that saved my thumb from just suffering so much okay so that's what you use yeah okay i used the strike pack fps on my i used it on the xbox one when i did play xbox one for a bit and then when i switch over to ps4 i got the ps4 version um i put sprint on my left paddle and then i jump with my right paddle it's very not like anybody i know uh, a lot of people use jump on their left paddle, and no one even puts sprint on a paddle to begin with. But to me, I want to save my thumb. <laughs> uh, so that's what I that's what I did to solve that problem. And yeah, I don't have to deal with like the whole pushing down the left stick and tearing that stick apart. I don't know. Listen, I'm I'm gonna have to completely agree with you on the scuff part. I listen. Don't get me wrong. The brand, it's cool. I like the little designs that they do for them. Okay, fine. I, I'm angry. I have a love-hate relationship with I'm Scuff. I'm <laughs> angry. Okay? Listen, yeah. I bought I bought this Scuff, what, two years ago now? Yeah. This Christmas will be two years. Bought it for Dez and on Black Friday. For, like, it was the Vantage. The Vantage 1, right? I buy it. It's, like, $280. I'm like, okay fine whatever buy it they say oh it's not gonna come in time for christmas said what do you mean they're like oh you're gonna have to if you want to buy christmas you have to pay an extra 60 dollars to overnight it i said i said all right fine do it 60 bucks okay so i pay the extra 60 what am i at now like 340 yeah after like six months, it has a little like volume thing on the bottom where you can mute your mic and unmute or change the volume. Yeah, it's kind of like a panel. Yeah. Okay. After that, after like six months, the panel got stuck on mute. Couldn't change it. <laughs> I contact them. They're like, oh, okay. Like you're still under the warranty. You can send it back. I said, okay. So I send it back. I get it back. It works fine. Right. About a month ago. Des is using it and it won't stay connected. I plug it in to the computer to try and do like an update, like a software. The little the the bridge in the controller that uh, makes it so you can plug in the controller and it like charges and everything else is broken. So every time you plug it in, it sounds like a popping sound and it disconnects instantly. So it's broken. The little charger port. I'm angry. <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, I do agree with you. The 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 texture the all the different designs that they make amazing honestly it's pretty cool but their quality i've never seen my friends fully satisfied with the quality of their controllers and their their customer service is like uh, another thing in itself yeah. honestly i've seen so many of my friends just like have so many issues with like the shipping back the warranty thing, it, honestly, I, I do wish Scuff could like turn their quality higher because their company is really nice. But I, I just feel like with the money they do have, I feel like they're not really putting the quality into their controllers, in my opinion. I will say, so Crowder sent Des a controller. 
an impact from the same two years ago and I've used it probably every day and I've never had an issue. I don't know if it's because it was from him and maybe they sent him like the pristine <laughs> high quality one that they built themselves. <laughs> never had an issue. But I also don't understand if you're partnered with Scuff, you only get 5% for your code. <laughs> the fuck is that? What is it? It won't even take off taxes. Yeah, that's actually pretty crazy because you got to think about like how expensive the scuffs are so it's just like honestly like i feel like 15 would be like the max they should go at uh, i don't think they should go any like further but i, I definitely think it should not be five. <laughs> five i'm like oh cool i'm gonna have a scuff like this guy's got a scuff code i'll use it Oh, after this, you know, after the controller, after shipping, after taxes, you're at like 310. You're like, oh, 5%. Cool. That's like 300. I'm like, wow. Okay, thanks. You took off fucking 10 bucks. Yeah, that's insane to me. Honestly, I think I am the only person ever satisfied with their scuff. My Vantage had it for a year. Never broken. The paddles are good. Just you The wait. thumbsticks are good. I can sprint normally. Like, I don't know if I got lucky and like they shipped me the wrong one. They thought I was a pro because Lemosities, they thought I was Pharaoh. So they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, let's send him like a good one. So I don't know. I really don't know. But I like the whole different design. Like they're a great company. They like sponsor all this stuff. But at the same time, I always hear shit about scuff every time someone asks me, what controller do you have a scuff? Oh, a scuff. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone not having an issue with their thumbstick. Actually, you know what's weird? Is that I don't use, so yeah, I have a scuff and I don't use the paddles on the back. And probably within six months of me getting it, the paddles in the back, like, ripped off. Like, they kind of, like... Broken half. They broke in half. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't even use the paddles and they're broken. I ordered two, another set. And then after another, like, month, they broke again. Yeah. I still have my original paddles. And it's weird because, like, I'm not, I don't throw my paddles around. I don't chuck them out of the wall. Like, I just... I'll put them up, I'll take them when I need them, and that's it. And I slide cancel a lot, and like, <laughs> even in BO4. I bought the controller at BO4, so that I had to expect my paddles to be fucked. But no, they're fine. This guy I gets killed know. by I a guardian. Lucky. I got lucky. Lemon <laughs> gets killed by a guardian, throws a controller, and it's still fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I broke it during the year, the single year of World War II, I broke over like five controllers, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. I'm pretty. Ask, ask Des. All you hear is me throwing my headset on my controller. I will say, like, even the Vantage, like, being able to swap out faceplates so you never get tired of it. Yeah. Awesome thing. It's awesome. Don't get me wrong. And they discontinued the Vantage for now, which is weird. But, like, being able to swap faceplates is the coolest thing ever. I've never seen any other company be able to do that. But I don't know. They need to fix something. Yeah, there's something about the mechanic of it that's just, it just ain't right. Yeah. Friggin' scuff. Anyway, I'd like to ask you guys a question. We touched on it a little bit before before the podcast, but uh, what's your opinion on Call of Duty League swapping from PlayStation for how many years now, switching to PC and controller? Lemon, I'll, I'll let you go first on this one. Okay, so me personally, to me, it's just like a big change because now they could do 
more stuff and i'm just like excited to see how it's gonna go personally i don't know like what the difference is gonna be since i've always been on console so i have like no personal like opinions or stuff like that i'm just like they're switching so like it's gonna be different and cool now so i just i'm waiting to see how it plays out okay for me honestly i'm so excited like (laughs) i used to be all about the pro scene uh, I do GBs all the time. S&D GBs is my favorite thing to do. Do wagers as well. But the, honestly, I feel like the biggest thing that allows the pro players to now excel even more than what they can is what Lemon was talking about, the 60 to 144. I, hopefully, they allow them to do 144 hertz and 144 FPS. It is such a clist... Uh, what is it? Clist... I'm having a brain fart crystal clear thank you (laughs) crystal clear like difference and it allows you to feel more immersed into the game it allows you to react better to something happening in the game so i feel like we're gonna see the true potential of all the pro players all the pro teams like there is no excuses there's no like stutter like latency issue that i feel like they're gonna deal with i'm super excited and i'm gonna like I, i used like I said, I used to be like super into the competitive scene, but honestly, I just feel like it kind of got stale and I didn't really like it after World War II. And um, yeah, I'm just super excited to see the, I feel like it's going to be a good different, not a bad different. I agree, definitely. I think I think one of the cool things is that, uh, especially this year with COVID and everything like that, uh, a lot of people are having disconnect issues, and at that point, during you know your mid game with a disconnect issue, suck to suck. Sorry, you guys are gonna lose. You know you're not gonna win a four v five. I think PC they're gonna have a lot less issues. I think connection issues, even at LAN, they're gonna have less issues. You know, less latency, everything. And especially if, like you said, if they allow one forty four hertz, I think it's gonna be. They're going to be on a whole nother level. We're going to see some quality game gameplay. Game sure. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pro of pros, literally. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, exactly. I'm just honestly genuinely excited now for the pro scene. I'm excited for the pros, honestly. I think they're going to love it. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, Surge win it all this season. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Now it's going to be Minnesota? Uh, what the Honestly, I think Atlanta phase the top three teams in Minnesota. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so- I, I want my, I want my, I want my dad, bro. My dad Clayster, wherever he goes, I follow. <laughs> I'm so happy he won. I want him to be the person to get four rings. Oh, dude, I, I love Clayster. Don't get me started. <laughs> no priest, oh baby, let's get it. I like how we all have a person. Mine, I, I switch, but I yes. think I, I'm, sti- I'm sticking with Pharaoh. I stuck with him even when he wasn't in a team, so I really want to see him get that ring because he has been crazy about that grind. And I feel like that's also what did him wrong in like the BO4 year. He was grinding too hard, and he was just like not focusing in the right headspace to be in a team. But that, uh, whatever team he's on, Florida, if he stays, if not, I'm rooting for that team a thousand percent. That's awesome. I gotta stick with a BZ and Priest. I, I can't switch. A BZ's number one. I can't. 
too easy for a beezy. It's hard yeah. because I, I love FaZe. Everyone knows I love FaZe. But you gotta go where Preston goes, Mr. Parisa. If he's going to Minnesota, I guess I'm a Minnesota fan. I'm still... I'll, I'll, I'll stick with both. And attach. Got the boys back. We got the boys back. I feel like we are... I feel like we feel this way about the players rather than a team. Because like you said, yes, you love FaZe. But since it went to CDL like statewide, we don't have that same connection with teams like Optic Gaming and FaZe. And like, it, it's not the same. And I don't think it will be the same until the Call of Duty scene goes back to that. I hope they go back to that because I think it's pretty dumb for the CDL circuit to have like just statewide teams rather than like an underdog team who pays that like championship pass uh, to participate in the open bracket and somehow they make it into the pools and they like continue from there. That's not an option anymore, unfortunately. So I, I, I hope the competitive team goes back to that. But yeah, I feel like we, we are just connected more to the players now than teams because of the switch from organizations to like statewide teams or city based teams like overwatch and stuff like that yeah i think it sucks that uh you know like we were talking before how you can't be an underdog you can't be a, a you know a kid that you know wants to be a pro and he's amazing great player unless you're the best of the absolute best you can't you don't even have a chance no chance to even try And as crazy it is, and I'm going to probably be the only person to ever say this, I've been waiting for people to switch to PC so that hopefully one day the pro scene could be keyboard and mouse and controller. Because I've always, like, I've always wanted to be a pro and I can never do it because I had never played controller well enough. What would be the pro scene if it switched to mixed inputs? Mixed wow, inputs. That's a, that's a good call. Holy crap. That would be hell. there are nasty, nasty PC players. Um, I think I think it'd be a mess. It'd be very toxic. The yeah. community, they'll be like, oh, like, let's say uh, Zuma is on a controller, but like Formal is on mouse and keyboard. Formal guns Zuma. And everyone's going to be like, oh, it's because he's on mouse and keyboard. Or the other way around. Oh, he's on controller, so it's easier. Like, there's all, there's just gonna be that thing if that were to happen. But, but the, like the I thing think is, it'd be cool to see. The thing is, is like if I went up against Zuma and he's on controller and I'm on mouse and keyboard, he's gonna destroy me. You know what I mean? Because that's what he was on forever. You know, all the pros were on controller forever. I just think it'd widen the range of who can play. And I think it honestly would be a good thing. And yes, Lemon, they there would be a lot of people that would make that argument. But honestly, I feel like that's just the people who are just jealous and envious of like the sheer skill that people do have. Because like, yeah, sure, there's aim assist for controller, but there there comes a time and a place to where you're like, all right, they put this amount of hours. There's obviously a skill like there's a a gap between a pro player and some kid jamming his thumbs on his phone mad that like someone's better than him so i feel like it honestly that would be a pretty cool thing to see because um 
just like Fortnite, there's the whole like aim assist and then precision based, like that argument. Fortnite has its own issues, but I feel like with um, Call of Duty, it's different because it's not plume based, it's precision based. So I feel like that argument would be not valid because it, with Fortnite, it's bloom based, so you're going off the chance of your bloom. So. Yeah, I feel like with the precision-based part of Call of Duty, I feel like that honestly could be a possible thing. Do I think it won't happen? Probably not, but I do think it would be a pretty cool thing to happen. Like, almost for example, you guys ever watch, like, Symphony play Warzone? Like, oh, yeah. He's nasty, but as amazing as he is, he can never go pro because he plays on mouse and keyboard. But if he... Mm -hmm. If they allowed that, I feel like he would be able to keep up. I could see that. And uh, I feel like also with PC players, they still have to, like, adjust to how much time, like, console, how do I say it? Like, the pro scene of, like, the console players and the controller players, like, they've put in that time in the competitive scene of, like, what it takes to be successful on a team and win and get tournament wins and win championships like that is like a whole different caliber uh from just like someone playing like s and d gbs with mixed inputs like you can do normally on like sites like game battles and stuff uh so like the only thing pc players would lack behind is just experience but honestly veteran PC players who might have participated in other like competitive uh, scenes would fit perfectly fine, but I feel like anybody who hasn't been in a competitive scene would lack in that experience factor, the anxiety that comes built within a 1v2 round 11 situation. Like that adrenaline, not all people can handle that. Exactly. I think it'd be crazy to see how many uh, Counter-Strike players would go to COD after that. It'd be interesting. I, uh, but I've heard a friend say that he wouldn't like it if he, because it's like Counter-Strike is more like on the ground, you have to be worried about your spray. Absolutely. And then Call of Duty is like heavily movement and precision based. Yep. Where yes, CSGO is movement quote-unquote based, but it's not in the same manner of like running around like crazy jumping mantling crouch canceling all that jazz so i feel like call of duty has that movement factor like not many other like uh games or competitive shooters have, yeah i guess counter-strike is very aim heavy you gotta be a very if you don't have good aim you're you're shit out of luck that's kind of it yep just like valorant now too well. yeah yeah, no, that would be crazy. That would be a whole different ball game, that's for sure. <laughs> Imagine slide canceling in CSGO. Lol. Gosh. Um Okay, I have a question for you guys. To start off, did you guys listen to episode two that went up yesterday? You can say no, I'm just curious if you have. I have not personally. Okay. Lemon. There's a police siren. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I haven't watched it. I actually just passed out naturally last night. Because the thing I do, I try to go to sleep naturally. If I can't, I'll listen or watch something. 
And if I can't do that, then we have sleeping pills at home and I'll take one. But I prefer trying to sleep naturally rather than forcing myself. And last night I got lucky and slept naturally. So I'm sorry I haven't. No, that's okay. I was just asking. So yesterday, the episode that went out, we kind of touched on mental health as a whole. Um, basically just we talked about like our experiences with it, anxiety, depression, whatever. So I just kind of want to like bring that a little bit into this one. I won't keep you guys too much longer, but I wanted to know um, what motivates you guys in general on like your day-to-day basis. And then also second question along with that, how do you deal with having a bad day? So Lemon, I don't know if you want to start with that. Uh, so what motivates me or what helps me get like through the bad days and it's getting windier. So if you hear, sorry about that. It's okay. Um, what gets me through the day would basically just be like the people in my life like obviously now i have a female friend and obviously she helps me get through the day but like back then like before her i'd say it'd have to be for my mom because i want to make her proud especially as a single mom she's worked really hard for me and my two siblings so i guess my mom was the reason like i want to succeed and like now if i have a bad day the way i deal with it if it's like a bad day because of someone or like let's say just for example me and my girlfriend having problems i'd want to talk about it rather than avoiding the situation but if it was just like a bad day that was out of my control i'd either like watch my favorite movies or listen to music music is a big stress reliever and things like that for me it really helps I am actually so happy that you bring up mental health because it is such a lost thing in the gaming community. Um, But I have had my fair share of mental baggage ever since I was 14. Um, Honestly, I had like a, an identity crisis where I felt like I really wasn't my own individual. I didn't have my own train of thought. I felt like I was, very controlled in terms of how my family was and how my family wanted me to be and I just wanted to be something not different but just who I was like with video games and with music as well um so starting with 14 I started like developing like anxiety and depression and um a lot had to like deal with that it was personal and then it also was like the environment around me um i don't mind saying this because i feel like it is good for other people to hear um i had a lot of trouble with my family um yeah i love my family at the end of the day but i've had my fair share of like it being a toxic environment and i needed to escape that and i took this like first step to like really separate myself from my family because um my family was religious and then I just felt like I wasn't fitting I didn't believe what they believed and that kind of tore us apart in a manner so I became like spiritual within myself I'm very like energy based I don't have like a religion I go based off of or anything like that um so that really helped me like come to terms with myself and developing an identity and then basically from that point forward I just became my own person. I started doing the things I wanted to do rather than what my parents were trying to tell me or what my siblings were trying to tell me or the people around me were trying to tell me that they thought they th- 
thought it was better for me but in return the only person that can really tell like what's better for you at the end of the day if you're being truly honest with yourself is yourself so um i would say with how do i say it honestly it didn't really happen until like a year ago is where i became like honestly a lot healthier when it came to my mindset because i used to be super down on myself i didn't have a lot of confidence with who i was as a person my ability with like helping the people around me like i did it because i feel like that's what my purpose is in life is to help other people and uh from that point on i just started like understanding that you can't like shell all your time to everyone around you because you you have to care about yourself because you how do i what's there's a line in one of my songs it's i'm gonna try to think about it for a second um you can't help someone out of the gutter oh, wait ah, dang it you can't help your you can't help someone else if you're not out of the gutters yourself it's it's not that but it's basically that premise of like if you can't help yourself you can't help anyone else and if you can help yourself more and more that only like expands the amount you can help other people um so i would say in the past year i focused a lot on making myself happier um focusing on the dreams and aspirations that i want to accomplish like music and songwriting and with uh, gaming itself seven has been such a huge support system six has been the my fucking brother like i've been he's helped me so much with clarity because like a lot of people suffer with like probably an ego and they can't like take themselves out of a situation and give themselves a third person perspective on the situation uh of their life and how they're feeling uh so it's important to have that different perspective but it's also important to have a person who's going to genuinely have like your heart like first and not be trying to manipulate you in any manner uh when it comes to that perspective so six was like a huge anchor for me and when it came to like really like believing in myself along with uh a friend of mine uh, yvette she's also a really huge inspiration with like how do i say it? like she really helped me open my eyes and uh the major thing she helped me with was like i've gotten to this point i'm 22 now and i've suffered with a lot of stuff but i have to give myself the credit and the time that i put in to where i am today and honestly if i told myself where i am today to like my 17 year old self i would spit in his face i wouldn't really but i would just not <laughs> believe any sort of manner so i started just focusing on myself i started becoming one with nature i know that might be a meme but like i go for walks barefoot i i walk on the grass as much as possible i go shirtless I get the sun uh, as much as possible every day uh, because it, honestly like if you just sit in your bed and trust me I've been there like you sit in your bed you sit in your setup and you just dwell in your sorrows what's bothering you that's not going to help you you need that clarity in the people that you surround yourself with uh, or just an outlet that is healthy in some sort of manner I know that's a crap ton of things but I've 
I'm a huge proponent. You could ask Lemon. I've I will help everyone around me as much as possible because mental health is such a thing swept under the rug, especially in our generation. And I feel like the older generation, a lot of people, I know a lot of like my friends, family members sometimes don't even like believe that mental health is even a thing, which is crazy to even fathom. But um, I don't know. That's a whole lot of thing, but no, it's that's, awesome. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear your side for sure. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, we we basically like said roughly everything you just said. Yeah. Yesterday in our podcast, it's such a the 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 friggin what is it called the title was actually like why is it such a taboo topic it's it's not talked about enough i feel like people are afraid to talk about it or if somebody's like hey i have anxiety can i talk to you about it they're like what anxiety weird let's not talk about it it's like it sucks that it's not part of a conversation and it's not normalized because it's it definitely should be people a lot of people have anxiety and depression it's it's a real thing it's not something that should be you know, swept under the rug. It's not something that should be looked down upon. So I'm really glad that you're just as passionate as we are. So that's awesome. I really appreciate your input. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. And I will say... I will say say that I feel like the internet has turned our generation of youth or just people that are, like, heavily emotionally based on social media... I feel like as a society, as a human race, we've become less empathetic towards other people, which is unfortunate and very sad to see. But I feel like now more than ever, people are becoming more open. They want to hear the truth about not only like what depression is, what anxiety is, mental health, all that. I feel like just as a society, I feel like people are getting just frustrated at this point that they're like, all right, what's wrong? And then people are now asking questions, which is amazing because that's when you can now have the conversation is when that person takes the initiative of like asking that question. Absolutely, I agree. Sorry. Go ahead, Lemon, what were you going to say? Hello, Lemon. Oh, hey, hey, hi. Oh, oh, no, I was just going to like, talk about like what connor was saying like if you're dealing with shit you you really even as a gamer you really should go outside like get away from your room because i personally what was last year 2019 i think 2019 was the worst year for me like like for my mental health i just went through a lot of shit there's a lot of family stuff going on at home then like personal stuff then also with like school like stress just like a lot of things going on and i feel if i could go back and tell myself something it'd be like go outside don't stay in bed and be sad all day because like that's what i do like although i would like grind black ops 4 and stuff i just not enjoy anything really i just stayed at home in the dark just doing nothing else so unmotivated and i feel like as a person you really should connect with the outdoors and stuff because it's healthy. It does help relax your mind. And then now that I have two little dogs and I have to walk them, like it really actually does like help calm me down and like de-stress. It's just nice 
stopping and taking a break from everything instead of being like just not doing anything you know it's just yeah and it's crazy because it, nature it, it could be something as simple as that you could take your dog for a walk and feel a million times better you can go outside and you know just sit outside for a little while and you could feel a million times better it's truly crazy working out has also helped me like it's hard for me to be consistent but i will say like if i'm just more attentive to like the food i eat my diet how i'm treating my body like i feel like that is definitely lost within the gaming community and it definitely needs to be talked about for sure so i'm glad that you brought that topic up because just like you said i agree with you it is a very taboo topic but it needs to be talked about there is too many people in this world that suffer with something and it could even be the slightest thing but that slightest thing can have an impact on someone's day of people around them so i appreciate you even bringing that up as well of course absolutely all right i think we've talked enough but before we do part ways with you lovely individuals i do have a question for both of you um what does the future look like for you guys so simba I know you talked a lot, so I'm going to give it to Lem right now mm-hmm. <laughs> to give you a breather. So, Lem, what what are you excited for in the future? What do you hope happens with your personal life, with your goals, with, with Project 7? How are you feeling? Okay, so obviously my first and most important near future uh, goal is obviously to graduate in my final year. So hopefully I can graduate with good grades and the thing I'm really confused about now for like a goal wise or anything is college because I'm not one for school like although I have good grades and like apparently I'm smart as people would say school's just not my favorite thing so I don't know about college and then like people are like it like it's good and trying to push it on me but I don't know if that's for me. So I feel like personally right now, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And then like goal-wise, obviously I'm making my content. I want to grow. I want to help the team grow too because these guys, although I haven't been in for that long, like it is a family and like they do motivate me and I want to do good for everyone on the team. And then another personal goal, obviously, now with my girlfriend, I want to keep that. She's an amazing person. She's helped me through a lot mentally and stuff she's helped me change as a person so i just want to like grow my youtube and like just grow as a person like it doesn't have to be like crazy stuff like oh i want like a million dollar mansion by the end of 2030 i just want to be a happy person like with not too much even just just to be happy with myself in my life that's like my main goal awesome it's awesome we support you fully both of you yes sir and you, uh, Mr. Connor? Uh, I will say my main goals and aspirations at the moment has to be my music career with songwriting. Um, I'm going to be coming out with a four-song EP, which I've been very anxious to... I, I was very anxious to start it, but Retro, who I mentioned earlier, uh, definitely motivated me to like be confident in my voice and what I was like saying in my songs and my music ability 
Um, so I'm very, very excited for that. I don't have anything set up at the moment, but I'm pretty sure in a month uh, that will be out. And I genuinely want to be an artist that reaches across the globe because I feel like um, just how I help people around me, I feel like I can help way more than I do now in the world that we live in. And I feel like the potential of my personal being is not being reached. And I feel like with music, I can reach that uh, potential that I feel like I can be as a person. And then my other main goal and aspiration has to definitely be with Seven. Not only to like keep doing what we're doing right now, but just keep expanding uh, into other avenues, keep growing into what we're doing as of currently. And honestly, a goal is to have a seven house somewhere in Texas for like a content house and just overall just blow up seven into what I feel like we can be and just how much we can help not only like the community but the people around us so those are like my main goals and aspirations uh but uh yeah i appreciate y'all for inviting myself and i'm pretty sure london would say the same thank you guys for coming i we really do appreciate it. i just want to say that i am excited that if it is in texas for to have amazing wi-fi and uh no one will have taxes so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're looking at texas right now that's awesome. That's fake. Canada should be your number one place, Mr. <laughs> Connor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God damn Actually, it. Actually, it's New York for me. New York for me. I don't uh, know why. <laughs> the guy I know lives there. I, don't know. I mean, um, yeah, New York would be good too, so I can go and visit. I can make you guys food. You guys definitely don't want to go to New York. It's way too expensive. <laughs> hey, personally, I can make my own food. I was raised by a mother. Well, I heard uh, I Ottawa, Ontario, Canada is pretty well priced. Am I right? <laughs> no, not really. God damn it. <laughs> um. <laughs> How do you expect me to go visit if you're in freaking the other side of the world? Um, I do want to say thank you to both of you for coming on. I'm excited to see what both of you can do. Uh, we you. fully support both of you. I mean, your guys are literally in our group chat called family. So, uh, <laughs> children, to be precise. Children, to be precise. Children. But, um, Oops, I'm a grown man. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Tuesdays, Lem. <laughs> it is Tuesday. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I thought it was Wednesday. God damn it. <laughs> well, look, now I set a timestamp, so this is going to be Shit. uploaded like in two weeks from now. No, 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 Monday, Monday, next Monday. Yeah, so we're so we do it Mondays now. I, I was starting on Sundays, but Mondays just works. Monday's the move. Monday so. works. So yeah, next Monday. Wow, I'm be famous. I'm gonna be famous, no, yeah, right. But, uh, Thank you guys for having me. Of course. For having <laughs> me. <laughs> Definitely like to have like, both of you on again one time, whether it be alone. Maybe we could get Simba and Six. Yeah. For a seven duo, even six, seven, seven, six, six, six yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Wait, but Thomas, don't you own seven? Yeah, I do own oh, seven. Oh yeah, you're the owner. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't tell, but you know. We gotta this vibe is, it out more often, three. guys. Are these true facts, Connor? Uh, Thomas is your sister, and he owns seven. Wait, Dad, what'd you say? Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no need to flex on me. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, I definitely agree. Yes, we 
should vibe out. I've been playing Warzone a lot more recently. Yeah, so. I've been tuning into the streams on the low. Yeah, both of us have. We've been yeah, lurking. I'd be down to just game out, or not even game, just hop in cord. Yeah, chill. for sure. Absolutely. We want to play some Among Us as well, so if that piques your interest, we could uh, bro ruin it out. Friendship. <laughs> yeah, ruin our friendship. Yeah, ruin our friendship. Thomas piques my interest. Ooh. I'm a bad liar, so I don't know how well that would go. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I saw you go into the vent. <laughs> I know for a fact Des is going to be yelling and screaming. 100%. Me too. I'm a screamer. I'm a screamer. I don't need to know what you do on your, on your personal time level. I watched, I watched a horror movie with my girlfriend, and I was the one that jumped and screamed. <laughs> <laughs> she held me, not... Exposed, <laughs> exposed. Oh, I'm not afraid to say I'm a little spooky. That's hilarious. That's um, awesome. Thank you for everyone who's tuning in, also. Yep, we're going to have every everybody's shiznit linked as well, so... Yep. Go show the boys some love. Yeah, we'll have... Uh... Simba, Lemon, we'll have Project 7, 100%. Yeah. Uh, we'll, link, we'll link 6 in there. Don't yeah. tell him, though, it's a secret. Yeah, we'll have to have him on the podcast, too. <laughs> tell him he smells, though. Yeah, true. All right, bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, alrighty, boys.